Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. It is 7.30 in the morning in Hong Kong. Here we are. We're ready to rock. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. I'm like, yeah, we may have thrown some people off. We tried to announce in our Discord and oof. in the Facebook that we'd be starting early, but we may have some folks sliding trickling on in. in. Yeah, trickling in fine. as we go, being a little confused. You know, yeah. so be nice to them in the chat if, if they show up late. Don't tease them. Yes, yeah, no, indeed. Woo, my goodness. So, yeah, how are you two doing? I'm, uh, I'm like kind of oscillating between awake and asleep, but that's fine. We're good. Yeah, I think uh, I think for me, it's more that, so Dedeker and I are going to be heading to Japan basically a week from tomorrow when we're recording this. And so yeah. for me, it's more that like, there's so much to do to get ready. There's so, there's so many things that have to get done. You know, that oh, kind of- I was there yeah, last yeah. week. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That time of life. Absolutely. But it's going to be okay. Yeah. I've done this six billion times. It's going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear you. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was also trying to remember what the heck happened last week. Is it just like more oh, of yeah. him? Great question. No, I'm like, I don't, I've been, <laughs> well, I remember I ha- there was on the other side of the world. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm, uh, mm. There was a figgy bap time. Oh. The bap time from. Oh yeah, the bap time. From Tyndale, yes. Okay, so that was the most important thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, so there <laughs> the was some. Bap time, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. There was some discussion of baptism slash bap times. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does it feel like it was so long ago? Because Did it we was. Skip a week? Uh, no. It didn't. No, just maybe a lot happened. That's no. all. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We we did get the cursing of the fig tree, which was the figgy baptime. Okay, thing. that was what that was. Yeah. Uh, and also he had his triumphant entrance, you know, riding on a donkey, but this time just one donkey. Just one donkey. Unlike <laughs> in Matthew where it was two donkeys. But it was a young donkey? Was it a really... Baby donkey, like cult, well, right? It was that no one had ridden on it. Okay. Oh, like a virginal donkey. Yeah. A virginal yeah. of in terms of the riding sense. Right. Yeah. But yeah. maybe every sense of riding. <laughs> Who knows? Yes, as it were. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And so today we're continuing on, and I just we're getting into the part where he's angrier. So I'm very curious to see yeah. where we go from here. I'm excited and, for his anger. I want it. <laughs> and there's only two more episodes after this. Whoa, okay. Of yeah, the Book boy. of Mark. Wow, I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Getting, uh, getting close, getting close. I'm visiting some friends this weekend in Sai Kung, uh, in Hong Kong. The The guy went to school for theology, so I'm really excited to tell him that I'm in the middle of Mark. Yeah. Really excited. You'll have to report back to us his... Definitely. What, his questions, his... Ooh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the yeah. debate points, the the deep philosophical theological conversations you get into. Totally, yeah. I've yeah. got some questions for him. I think. I think I do want to ask, like, like you know, he starts to get sassy in both <laughs> as, as he's getting closer to death. Like, what's that all about exactly? And I just want to, mm-hmm. I want to hear, you know, what he has to say about that. I think that'll yes. be an interesting conversation. We'll take some notes. Take some notes. Okay, and report back. I'll try. I'll take some voice notes. Mm-hmm. What, what are you two <laughs> drinking today? Oh, I'm having a little hot toddy. I also mm. have um, a heating pad on my lap, like an old lady. I am cozy. Nice. That sounds lovely. Yeah, because mm-hmm. isn't it really cold there? It's been really cold recently. It's yes. really not here. That's it's good. It's really humid. Yeah. This this yeah. room that I'm in, however, is the one room in the entire state of Washington that's not cold. It's actually always hot in this room because oh, because of the lady. Happens. That's her ghost. And most ghosts <laughs> yeah. make She's you feel a warm cold. Ghost. She envelops you in her love. Oh, I love that. Exothermic ghost is what we call that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually because I have a computer with a GPU and another computer yeah. next to it that are both running all the time, and so yeah. it gets toasty in here. So I actually have a fan on. So Dedeker has oh. a heating pad on her. I have a fan on me because it's too hot. Cheese. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Um, what about you? What breakfast drink are you having over there? Wait, Jace, what are you drinking? You didn't say. You just talked about your fan. Oh, we skipped oh, right past yes. you. Got distracted. Yeah. So Dedeker made me a delightful drink. This is gin oh. with a cucumber and blackberry liqueur. Um, so you know, it's a nice little, and it's the butterfly pea gin. Plus there was like a little bit of a oh, okay. yeah. color. And some in, lemon juice in there to make it more pink. Right. Yeah. Yes, nice. Mm-hmm. Lovely. That's lovely. Um okay, so I uh, there's a thing at Disney when you know the old princesses leave and the new princesses come in and I guess I'm not a princess but the new people come in that uh <laughs> you get it, it's called a dozo and so you like oh, right, get a yeah. bunch of mm. cool stuff. You know, you can take things that the older people had so that you don't have to buy a bunch of <laughs> Sorry. stuff. So the way that you're describing this is really <laughs> yeah. funny. I got bowls, um, I got like a colander. You just get to take stuff that they have. That's basically what you do. It's you like, like a swap like meet, stuff. right? It's like yeah. a swap meet or it's or like hand me downs of the stuff that they had well, when they're on this. There's no swap and well, but when they're on this contract. Yeah. Exactly. The stuff that they bought, yes, that yeah. they just leave behind. Mm-hmm. So, But one of the things was this, a chew high. Oh, a hot yoy. Yes. <gasps> Wait, someone, someone, oh. that's a hand-me-down hot yoy. <laughs> I was, she was giving it away and I grabbed it. I was like, oh, hell yes, I am getting wow. this. I know. So this is my breakfast what flavor beverage. Is it? Amazing. Uh, it looks like it's like a stra- what what does this say? Hold Dedeker? it up and I can try to read it. Ichigo Spakuringu. So strawberry sparkling. Ooh. Sparkling yeah. strawberry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Had that we, one. we had yes. that flavor oh, really? last year, yeah. actually. It's like a strawberry champagne mm. kind of taste yeah. that they're going mm. for. That's very nice. Yeah. So for the people that don't know, Horoyoi, it's it's what is known as a chuhai in Japan. And Horoyoi specifically means half drunk. And it's because yeah, all photos like are like 3%. Three, like 3%. Yeah. So the whole idea is yeah. so that you can. It's not going to get me very tipsy. Go out and drink a lot with your buddies <laughs> or with your boss and not get too smashed. But they have all kinds of really wonderful flavors. It's really refreshing right now. It's lovely. I got to mm-hmm. say, this is really hitting the spot. All right. Well, thank you to Princess Aurora, whoever left you that hold on. Yeah, she she played um, <laughs> Ariel and uh, let's see, uh, uh, Merida. So okay. <laughs> that was fun. Funny. Yeah, in an MWB. Yay! 
Alrighty. All right. So, so basically, anyone with red there hair. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, she did. Got it. I had to put that together. I was like, why those two? Yeah, I'm those like, two. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. All righty. Well, shall we? Shall we get this yep. party started with Mark? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, Mark. Oof, oof, oof. Where oh, am I going Mark. to? Oh, okay. Go. Okay. Oh, yeah. This music hits so good every time. Mm-hmm. Today, we are reading two chapters from the book of Mark, chapters 12 and 13. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's (laughs) Mark 12. Mark 12, he began to speak to them <laughs> such in parables. A, such a sigh. Because that's what he does. <laughs> yes. I'm just like, yeah, just getting ready for this, Marky Mark. Okay. He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a pit for the wine press, built a tower, rented it out to a farmer, and went into another country. When it was time, he sent a servant to the farmer to get from the farmer his share of the fruit from the vineyard. They took him, beat him, and sent him away empty. Again, he sent another servant to them, and they threw stones at him, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully threatened, or treated, shamefully treated. This is mean. Yeah, I I remember Mm. this story. I I have a feeling we're going to have a very confusing lesson at the end of this. Probably. Yeah. Again, he sent another, and they killed him, and many others, beating some and killing some. This is terrible. Therefore, still having one, his beloved son, he sent him last to them, saying, they will respect my son. But those farmers said among themselves, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and and the inheritance will be ours. Is that how it works? You kill the son, you become the heir. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh You become the heir, yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, right, when somebody could kill the king and then become the king themselves, like Napoleon did that, maybe? Napoleon. Right? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's like a tradition. I think that's more, you have to kill the king and also have an army and take over the whole kingdom. Right, you have to stage a whole I think coup. That's, like Napoleon. <laughs> well, sure. Like Napoleon. Sure. A little yes, different. that's why Napoleon makes sense. But in this situation with the farmers, it, when it's just a, a civilian. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of farmers. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's... But it's can you not, imagine these days, like if you killed your landlord's son, you're like, the inheritance will be mine. I am the landlord. This property's mine now. Yeah, um, I hope that that <laughs> is not something that anyone out there is doing. They took him, yeah, killed don't, him. Don't do that. Yeah, if don't you do, do that. Don't say you heard the idea here. No, please. Thank you. So the inheritance will be ours. They took him, killed him, and cast him out of the vineyard. What therefore will the lords of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the farmers and will give the vineyard to others. Haven't you ever even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, the same was made the head of the corner. This was from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about the stone that the builders rejected. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, we've talked about it. What does it have to do with (laughs) any of those? Yes, we've talked about it. Yeah. Presumably. We've talked about it. I mean, it's a pretty clear metaphor that he's going for with the whole story um, of kind of like the prophets and then leading up to himself. 
of like everyone kind of rejecting them. And he's like, God's going to mess you guys up because of this. Got it. But then, okay. but then, yeah, it's like he quotes this verse. And I don't, I don't remember if we looked this up last time where it's actually from, but it's one that gets quoted a ton in modern day Christianity, but I don't know actually where that one comes from or if it came from here. Interesting. Let's see. If I'm looking at the translation from the complete Jewish Bible, it says, uh, he says, haven't you read the passage in the Tanakh that says, and then that that quote there. Uh-huh. So clearly it's from something. Rocket on in the chat says it sounds like a John Wick movie. So <laughs> yeah. that's good too. <laughs> Uh-huh. John Duff is, is saying that Napoleon wasn't the one who killed the previous French king. He was a fairly minor officer in the French army in the early Republic. Okay, but I'm sorry. I'm literally going off of the the new Ridley Scott Napoleon movie. There, the trailer looks like he goes in and becomes king. And so that's what I'm going off of. Wait, hold on. You're basing it not just off the movie, off of the trailer for this movie. Correct. Correct. I haven't seen the movie, Dedeker. It's not out yet. I mean, but in the trailer... This is how Americans learn history. <laughs> but in the trailer, it looks like he goes and like kills the king and takes over. So that's what I thought happened. Okay, great. Okay. I did just look this up. It is from, it's a psalm. Psalm 118 has this line about the stone mm. which the builders rejected has okay. become the cornerstone. <laughs> and of course, there have been like a hundred million songs with that lyric in it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, those aren't songs that I know, but maybe I do know them. I just don't like, I didn't know that they were about this. The ones coming to mind for me are like Christian pop songs and Christian like soul and well, then, gospel, R&B, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I can Got think it. of a lot of Christian pop for sure. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to seize him, but they feared the multitude. Oh. What? I guess that's it. What? Wait, so he was like talking in parables, but now I think that's it? And then it says they tried to seize him, but they feared the multitude. So like, I think that they're moving on to- keep reading. Oh, but they perceived, for they perceived that he spoke the parable against them. They left him and went away. Yeah, so like somebody tried to take Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, the, the same ones who've been trying to take him this whole time, right? The, yeah, the yeah. Pharisees or whoever, yeah. Yeah, so they left him and went away. But he still had a lot of fans at this point. Totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, too many fans. They were intimidated. Yeah. They sent some of the Pharisees and of the Herodians to him that they might trap him with words. Oh, yeah, I remember this. When they had mm-hmm. come, they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are honest and don't defer to anyone, for you aren't partial to anyone, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we give or shall we not give? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I may see it. They brought it. He said to them, Whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus answered them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. They marveled greatly at him. <laughs> okay, that apparently was really marvelous. That's, I mean, I, I've, always, I've always actually really enjoyed this one, to be honest. It's just like a clever escape from their little trap, mm. right? He kind of like twists it around on the max. This is probably one of my favorite of Jesus's little word plays that he does, his little... His little turnaround, I'm going to trick you kind of things. Mm-hmm. Would it be stretching too far to say that maybe this could be a pro-separation of church and state argument? Oh, yeah, perhaps. 
Oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's a bridge too far. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know if that's what they were going for, but sure, Dedeker. Sure. I don't. I don't think that's what he's trying to say exactly, but but could be that. Yeah. Maybe I just love to believe. <laughs> yeah, you love to believe. <laughs> there came to him Sacadius. What is that? Sacadies. Sadducees. 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 Thank you. They're like the Sadducees. Okay. Who said that there is no resurrection? They asked oh, him, saying, Oh my gosh, what? guys, I'm sorry. What? I just had an amazing idea. What? So, because in all these gospels, the Pharisees and the Sadducees both come up a lot, mm-hmm. what if we were to cast them as two different, uh, like, boy bands? Like, one was NSYNC <laughs> and one was Backstreet Boys or something? Oh or one was 98 Degrees? Okay, so we're really doing a throwback here. Right. So, straight from the 90s. 98 Degrees, really, Chase? Yeah. Can I just... Yeah. The, I love... Like, O-Town would be even worse. But, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, they asked him... So, they said that there's no resurrection. What are they referring so to? Backstreet Boys, I think. Sorry, I, I'm still stuck on casting the Sadducees. <laughs> the Sadducees, okay. Can this yes. be the Backstreet Boys and the Pharisees can be in sync, maybe? Okay, okay. Okay, I'll write it down on the casting list. Sure. Okay, great. <laughs> unless, we, I mean, unless we want to cast Justin Timberlake in something else, then I guess we could put 98 Degrees or O-Town or something as one of the bands. No, they, they can be a group. They can be a group. Okay, okay, great, great. Yeah, just like as the group. So the okay, they said, who say there is no resurrection. They asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us, if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife behind him and leaves no children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife and dying left no offspring. The second took her and died, leaving no children behind him. The third likewise, and the seven took her and left no children. Are we supposed to be doing math here? I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, no. It's just that she's making her way through these seven brothers, this one bride for seven brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> which is maybe a little suspicious because there's one common element in all of these deaths. Oh. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, she's taking all their money and, mm-hmm. and everything. Maybe. She, maybe okay. she's amassing all of their sheep. Yeah, I guess she gets all their inheritances or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good strategy. Especially, yeah, if there's no exactly. children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, mm, you're right. That's good. That's good thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, the second took her and died, leaving no children behind him. The third, likewise, and the seven took her and left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. Surrounded by her sheep empire and fine <laughs> woolen products. Yes. Died very comfortably in her bed with no man bothering her. And no children bothering her either. Wait, this is interesting. In the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife sh- will she be of them? For the seven had her as a wife. Jesus answered them, Isn't this because you are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God? Wait, I'm going to read this too. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. Wait. Mm-hmm. Jesus is saying it doesn't matter. Okay. You shouldn't even be asking this because marriage is not a thing that goes beyond the grave, according to Jesus. Oh, got it. Okay, that's kind of sad though. Like, I mean, not sad, but you always like hear those people who are like, oh, I'll see my husband in heaven or whatever. And I'm like, well, it sounds like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, no, it's, maybe you can respond to them when they say that and be like, yeah, you'll see him. You won't be married to him, but you'll see him. <laughs> Jesus said you won't be married right, to him. Right. And that it doesn't matter. See how that goes over, yeah. Interesting. 
Can I read to you Eugene's translation of that real quick? Yes, please. So they asked the thing about, um, you know, all seven were her husband, so whose wife will she be? Jesus said, you're way off base. (laughs) And here's why. One, you don't know what God said. And two, you don't know how God works. After the dead are raised up, we're past the marriage business. Oh. I just like... Love that. Wow, we're, we're past, past the marriage, the marriage business. business. <laughs> it's not, I mean. That's really interesting. Marriage is a business. A, a it very is. Very many million dollar Transactional business. Transactional thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fascinating. I I think Jace or whoever's next. Yeah, Jace, you've taken over. It's Jace. Yes, I will take over here. Uh, this is starting from verse 26. But about the dead... Okay, right. So he said the whole thing of like, they're not going to be married. Stop worrying. Yeah. But about the dead that they are raised, haven't you read in the book of Moses about the bush? You remember that one? How God spoke to him? I I remember the bush. (laughs) How God spoke to him saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are therefore badly mistaken. Boy. Really sticking it to him. Yeah. So, wait. Okay, so what about when they die? Like, what did they become in heaven? I guess he's not God over them anymore? What does that even... I don't even get that. <laughs> well... What? <laughs> so, part of part of the question is that the Sadducees were a particular sect that, that did not believe in the resurrection. Okay. And to that, it's like the belief that, like, you literally will actually physically all come back to life someday, rather than like you go to a separate place that's heaven, but more that you'd actually come back to life in your body and stuff like that. So they were kind of trying to catch him up on that. And I feel like he's just sort of dodging the question, just kind of being like, let's not stress about the dead so much, my dude. Like, it's there's no marriage then. Like, just chill. Got it. That's my read of it at least. Great. Yeah. One of the scribes came. And heard them questioning together, knowing that he had answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the greatest of all? Jesus answered, the greatest is, hear Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. The second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Okay. Cool. Great. Nice. Cool. Great. I wonder if this scribe was coming along because he heard previously, I can't remember if it was last episode or two episodes ago, where Jesus kind of made up that extra commandment when he was asked to list them off. Oh, yeah. So this scribe was <laughs> right. trying the, the, to the, catch Don't defraud. On. Don't defraud. Don't defraud. Yeah, that was up. the yes. one. Yeah. 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 The scribe said to him, truly, teacher, you have said well that he is one and that there is none other but he and to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself is more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. There you go. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, <laughs> he said, <"Whew." laughs> uh, he said to him, Thank goodness. you are not far from the kingdom of God. Mm. Or sorry, Uh, This is Tommy Wiseau playing Jesus in this book. Yes, yeah. You are not far from the kingdom of God. No one dared ask him any question after that. (laughs) 
Jesus. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Jesus responded as he taught in the temple, how is it that the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? For David himself said in the Holy Spirit, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. Therefore, David himself calls him Lord. So how can he be his son? Yeah, I remember this one from Matthew and it was still confusing. Mm. It's sort of a little logic puzzle. Yeah, it is. It is confusing. It's weird though, because he's kind of making this argument that the Christ isn't going to be the son of David. That doesn't make sense. Interesting. But like the whole start of the Gospels is always clarifying. No, 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 don't worry. Jesus is a descendant of David. He is a son of David. Yeah. Right, right. So it's kind of a weird like (laughs) little mixed messages. Although we have talked about how that's a common theme. That maybe Jesus said things and then other people wanted to make other cases. Sure. Mm -hmm. So there could be some conflicts Mm -hmm. there. Anyway, the common people heard him gladly. (laughs) The commoners loved that one. (laughs) In his teaching, he said to them, Beware of the scribes who walk in long robes and to get greetings in the marketplaces and the best seats in the synagogues and the best places at feasts. Those who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. (laughs) Uh, Wait, who who devours? The The scribes. Widows' houses. The scribes? They devour widows' houses. Like they eat the house. Like gingerbread houses, I assume. Because they know that the widows are witches. Exactly. You got it. Widow is secret code for witch. (laughs) Oh. As we all know. Okay. Got it. (laughs) This is why Emily sometimes comes away with a very confused understanding (laughs) of the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are like saying things and I just, I expect that you're, you know, telling the truth, but often you're not. What the heck? That was not the truth. Yeah. No. 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 I think this is a metaphorical devouring, although who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Could be literal. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and saw how the multitude cast money into the treasury. Many who were rich cast in much. A poor widow came, and she cast in two small brass coins, Mm. which equals a quadrants coin. Not important, Bible. Thank you. Uh, She cast in two small brass coins. He called his disciples to himself and said to them, most assuredly, I tell you, this poor widow gave more than all those who are giving into the treasury. For they all gave out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, gave all that she had to live on. I mean, that is kind of true. We didn't get this one in Matthew, did we? No, I don't recall this one. No, I thought we did. The widow's mites. Do you remember the widow's mites? That's what it was called back then. Oh, yeah. Way back in Matthew. Um, right, her mites. Okay. Her mites. Right. Yes. I thought about the mites. <laughs> it was gross. Ew. Uh, and that's that's the end of Mark 12. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so cool. Wow. Well, we should take a little stretch break. Yes. We're yeah. going to take a quick step stretch break and would love your support to reach up to this guy, stretch out, and reach over to your phone or your social media device, or maybe just holler across the hall and tell your friends about the show. Bring them on down to the live shows at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. You can get information about that. Or uh, just to have them listen to the show with you, you know, blast it out of your pickup truck and have a nice little tailgate party. It's not the, really the season for that. It's kind of cold right now. It's not, no. Bundle up around the fireplace and... 
put some drunk Bible study on. We would love for you to spread the word about the show. And of course, if you want to become one of our parishioners on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. As a thank you for being a parishioner there, we have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection and our mites. And we're back, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back with Mark chapter 13. Here we go. As he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, teacher, see what kind of stones and what kind of buildings. (laughs) Jesus said to him, do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone on another, which will not be thrown down. Throw it down. As he sat on, on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, tell us, when will these things be? What is the sign that these things are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus answered, Revelation. Yeah, maybe. Jesus answered, began to tell them, be careful that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am he and will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be troubled, for those must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines and troubles. These things are the beginning of birth pains. But watch yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils. You will be beaten in synagogues. You will stand before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. The gospel must first be preached to all the nations. When they lead you away and deliver you up, don't be anxious beforehand or premeditate on what you will say, but say whatever will be given you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Can I kind of just hit you with a little bit of Tyndale? Definitely. Please, please. There's been been a few delightful things here. Uh, I'm going to go back to verse 8. Partway through verse 8, it says, And there shall be earthquakes in all quarters and famishment. 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 Famishment is famines, yeah. These are the beginning of sorrows. (laughs) But take ye heed for yourselves, for they shall bring you up to ye councils and into ye synagogues, and ye shall be beaten. Ye shall be brought before rulers and kingies for my sake. Kings. For a testimonial <laughs> unto them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations. So not like preached, but published. 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 Is what uh, I mean, going for. Like <laughs> this, like the Bible? I guess so. Mm-hmm, exactly. But when they lead you uh, and present you, toke no thought afore Honda, what ye shall say, nether imagion. But whatsoever Ima, Ima, is geva you... I'm so sorry. Imagion? <laughs> Can you spell that? Ima, I'm assuming this is imagine. Imagine? It's imagion. Y, Y-M-A-G-I-O-N. Imagion. 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 But whatsoever is geva you at the same time that speaky, for it shall not be ye that shall speaky, but ye holy goose. <laughs> oh, right. The goose. holy goose. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brother will deliver up brother to death and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end, the same will be saved. 
But when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, in parentheses, let the reader understand. That felt like a, you know who I'm talking about. And I'm like, do I? Do, Do we? Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains and let him who is on the housetop not go down nor enter in to take anything out of his house. Or put stuff in like Santa. Yeah, yeah, just Or is that allowed? You can put stuff in. Well, I don't know. It just said up on the housetop and that's one of the songs we sang. Click, (laughs) Let him who is in the field not return back to take his cloak. But woe (laughs) to those who are with child and to those who nurse babies in those days. Pray that your flight won't be in the winter. Because the babies will probably not make it. They'll freeze. For in those days, there will be oppression such as there has not been the like from the beginning of the creation, which God created until now and never will be. Unless the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh would have been saved, but for the sake of the chosen ones whom he picked out, he shortened the days. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. (laughs) Is he talking about revelation kind of, or talking about like the end of times? Seems like it. Seems like yeah. a little end of times energy there. Yeah. For in those days, there will be oppression. Oh no, I already read that very confusing sentence. Okay. Then if anyone tells you, look, here's the Christ, or look there, don't believe it. For there will arise false Christs and false prophets and will show signs and wonders that they may lead astray, if yeah. possible, even the chosen ones. But you watch. Behold, I've told you all things beforehand. But in those days, after that oppression, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the sky. Now, from the fig tree, learn this parable. It was kind of a sore spot with that fig tree. Yeah, ouch, jeez. When the branch has now become tender and put forth its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so, you also, when you see these things coming to pass, know that it is near at the doors. Most assuredly, I say to you- Unless it's the fig tree that I I saw earlier, in which case it will never bloom again. So don't count on that. F that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Most assuredly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, only the father. Watch- Keep alert and pray, for you don't know when the time is. It is like a man traveling to another country, having left his house and given authority to his servants and to each one his work, Well, and also commanded the doorkeeper to keep watch. (laughs) Part of that was us. For you don't- Yeah, we kind of, we missed out on having the servants and the doorkeeper, but okay. Mm. Uh, You know, you tell your little ring doorbell to keep watch. There you go. That's yeah, the version that's we have true. these okay. days. <laughs> right. Watch therefore, for you don't know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he might find you sleeping. So when are you supposed to sleep? Apparently never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I tell you, I tell all. Watch. That, that's it. That's the end. He sounds kind of paranoid. 
honestly, you know? Yeah, he really he really went off on one yeah. here. Yeah. He loves going off on one. Yeah, for sure. Going off on one? Is this an expression that I don't know? It's one that I've decided to know. Is this what the kids are saying now? <laughs> oh. Off mm-hmm. cool. on one. That's cool. You know. <laughs> I think we're we're continuing to get clo- ever closer, growing ever closer to this version to the- of Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. I, you know what I I am hoping for more than just like two sentences of it. Wait. Oh right, because oh, you were right, disappointed because- by the lack of detail last. It time. just there wasn't a lot mm. going on. It just wasn't very impressive. I want to be impressed. Sure. Okay. Right. Okay. They just, like I said, they just really extrapolated a lot out of a few sentences to put into Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. Mm, I Mm. see. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. He really, really editorialized there. I don't know. He went, he went a little nuts. That's fine though. Yeah. I mean, when you get barely any story, you kind of have to fill in a lot of gaps, but it does. Yeah. You got to get. Artistic. He didn't need to go that far, though. Well, that's what I was going to say. It says a lot about the person retelling the story, yeah. about which parts they choose to elaborate on more than others. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. in this, it's like, if, at least from last gospel, the part that is like kind of the more the focus is all the stuff leading up to it, right? It's like <laughs> having the Last Supper and Gethsemane and, you know, talking to the, the disciples and them all being like, but are we going to be important or not? We want to be with you. And he's like, you don't want to be with me, dude. Like all that kind of yeah. stuff is more the focus. Yeah. And then it's like, yep. And then he died. And there it was. I love. So yeah, Daniel in the chat is saying, I think it's going to be even shorter this time around, if anything, because mm. Mark is generally more concise than Matthew and he's probably right. So I got to wait till like Luke or John to really get into it. Yeah, I think that's when we're really going to get a lot of the juicy, meaty detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as it were. As it uh-huh. were. Okay, uh-huh. so next week is the penultimate Jesus mark? Is it? The, high mark? The penultimate the high mark, yeah. The, it's the second to last episode of... Oh, high mark. Of high mark. Yeah. <laughs> of yes. high mark. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, next week's only going to be one chapter. Wow. Whoa. Gosh. One really long but chapter. It's a very long chapter. Okay. Yeah. It's it's one chapter, but it's what is it like eighty verses or something? Oh wow. Seventy two verses. Okay. okay. So it's on the long side, and then we'll have our final episode, which will be the week before Thanksgiving. Cool. So it's going to be perfect timing that we will finish off Mark the week before Thanksgiving, and then we will take Thanksgiving Thursday off, and then we will be back the following week with Luke. Wow. I am your father. Yeah. How oh, exciting. Yeah. So Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. is Mark Hamill playing someone? I thought we cast him as something already. I thought we did. Have we sure. not? Let's see. Let me check. Maybe. Yeah. Still uncast, so... Maybe Hayden Christensen can be... <laughs> Jesus in this one or something. But did we already <laughs> cast Hayden Christensen? Oh, did we? No, he's. St- oh, we we've added him to the list quite recently. So yeah, we'll have to consider that. But we have a couple weeks mm-hmm. to think about this. Okay. Yeah. 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 I have to think about all that. Yeah. All right, folks. For sure. Awesome. Alrighty. Um. Yeah. I'll read us out. 
Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.